Welcome to Season 2 of the Old Nerd in the Gym Fitness Podcast. We are all about supporting the health and fitness of family caregivers and everyone else who wants to live better and stronger physically and emotionally. Our podcast is brought to you by GLD Enterprises Communications with our thanks to other sponsors and the guests who support our mission of improved health. You can learn more and send us your questions and comments on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Old Nerd Fitness. And of course, our blog at oldnerdinthegym.com. Now let's get started with this episode of the Old Nerd in the Gym Fitness Podcast with your hosts, Jerry Deer and Julie Barth. Welcome to the Old Nerd in the Gym Fitness Podcast. We are here live and direct. Well, it's not live anymore. Right. It, it will be. It won't be then. It won't be live, but it will be uh, Memorex. <laughs> is it Memorex now? Do they still do that? Yes. I'm uh, Jerry Deer, your host, and Julie Barth is with me. Say hi, hi Julie. Jerry. There you go. You said hi. hi. How have you been? I'm great. How are you? I'm um, okay. I managed to survive this week. Was it a hard week? It was really, actually. You know, we, we're talking about yoga today. We are. And our teacher, Carmen, is here, and we're going to talk to Carmen in just a minute, but... Um, I have to throw this out, and I'm going to get some wah-wahs from her on this. Should I throw I these? Have sound effects. She does have sound effects, so um, you're going to hear the sound effects. But uh, very highly used. So why don't you? <laughs> what's that first one? Give me that first one. That's pretty interesting. Your first joke. Yeah. What is that? What is Yogi's favorite snack? What is a Yogi's favorite a snack? A Yogi's favorite snack. Uh, pick and egg baskets. No, it's pretzels. Of course. I remember when I was a kid, we, we had yoga, but we just called it Twister. <laughs> okay, that's good. I'll do that. It's a lot cheaper, too. Um, 15 bucks and you're done. Left foot red. <laughs> Hold for three breaths. Well, you know what? I couldn't do that either. So I'm having a hard time with all of it. I, but I have a better one for it. Okay. And you guys at home can't see this, but Carmen's giving us a face on these. Um, <laughs> Well, why was the woman so angry after yoga class? I don't know, Jerry. Why was the woman so angry? She was all bent out of shape. Uh, she didn't do it right. She should have been bent out into, into a shape. nice flat shape, but she did her yoga properly. She should be relaxed. Okay. Those were terrible. <laughs> they usually are. There's no nice way. Uh, the Older in the Gem podcast, season two. We're into season two. Season two. Four or five in now. I'm not sure what this order this is going to be. This is supposed to be episode four. So um, Unless I mess with you and rearrange them. And you usually do that. So don't, don't, don't. you're going to be messing with the audience too because they're going to be looking for episode <laughs> four and it's not going to be this one. Um, I'll mess with myself because I saved it as episode four on the computer. So that's a real problem. We are sponsored by GLD Enterprises Communications. And also um, today we throw out uh, a piece for who else? First. Do you have there? Carmen at Kula Cooperative and Antioch Wellness Center. Yeah. Are we sponsored by Antioch Wellness Center? Well, we're, we'll just give them a shout-out. We out. always give them a shout-out. <laughs> we talk about Antioch a lot. We do. And <laughs> since this thing goes everywhere, it's yeah. kind of... Nobody has any clue what we're talking about, so it's kind of cool. But He also likes to talk about pizza places that don't exist outside of Xenia. So I have a story. Ohio. Ready for the story? I'm ready. Okay, so the story is this. So I have to throw this out there for people who have not read the physical article. Is it physical? The text article about this. Written. And before we introduce Carmen, I have to let her know what it took to get me into your class. Yes. A level of pain I can't even describe. It. 
<laughs> that went progressively from going from one thing to another, uh, fitness regimen and swimming and finally endurance cycling and all this other stuff. And someone saying that, hey, you know what? It was you, actually. It was me. I think yoga will probably help. Let's let's try it. I said, if you're going to be cycling 100 miles, probably in between, you should do yoga and keep your core strong. Right. So I focused on the core strength. And, and he said yes, which was amazing. I did say yes, to which everyone <laughs> looked at me like, who is this person? And I said, Where's we're going to go person? as soon as possible before you change your mind. <laughs> so we, she got me in her class. And of course, we had to take the one that is the... The, the, the quietest, the, the easiest, the well, I don't most know, gentle. It's not so easy to be some days. It's it's mm-hmm. tough. And I have to give you a little quick backstory. So if you read that piece about what it took to drag me into yoga, I had a lot of medical problems when I was born. So I, I for years and years and years, in and out of surgeries, hospitals, two hundred and some odd procedures, and twenty years in Dayton Children's. Well, it's called Dayton Children's now. It wasn't called that then. So over and over and knowing full well at some point I was pushing 50 that all of that stuff they did was going to start reversing itself. I was not supposed to walk. I'm not, I they thought I would have some sort of mental disability. That's still debatable. Not the mirror. Um, <laughs> but that all of this other stuff was supposed to happen. And I have always, my parents never helped me back. Or anything. I didn't have helicopter parents. You know, they just, don't do that because you might get hurt. You know, you have, oh, you sneezed once, you're never going outside again, that kind of thing. So that I grew up on a cattle farm. So it's out, go do the work, because we didn't have a choice. Because yeah. so, one of three kids, you had work to do. Well, I was the, I was the youngest. They were, the, the other two were 15 and 20 years older than me. And so they were already, you know, with their families and stuff. And, and mm-hmm. so it was me and my mom and dad. That's true. By the so, time you were about 10, nobody else was around. There was there. nobody else around, yeah. So flash forward, I'm thinking by the time I hit 50 that that stuff's going to be a problem. I always had the pain I was talking about was always there. And once I started swimming and doing the other stuff, it went away for the first time in my life. And you don't notice it's, a, it's like white noise. You don't notice it's there until it's gone. Right. And it went away. And then I started to your class and the residuals of it even went away. And still, every so often, I'll still have an issue with it. But it's kind of like living by a train track. You don't really You move away, you miss it. <laughs> you miss it. So, <laughs> so it took a lot to get me to even do it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I was I was raised. Everybody you, you wore boots. It was girly, and, well, it wasn't that. It was it was a little too crunchy girl for my my because all I <laughs> it was a little too mystical. I didn't understand the physical fitness aspects of mm-hmm. it, the, the stretching and all that stuff. Well, now I wouldn't trade it for anything. And we have dabbled in the harder classes. <laughs> I say dabbled, nothing against your co- your co teachers, but oh my god. Um, I can't do that. I just, we, we, every now and then I still get it, you know. But right now, so now you have a backstory that will help you a little bit now as moving forward. So I want, why don't you go ahead and set up an introduction. Okay. And you can tell us a little bit about it. And then we're going to let Carmen tell us about her. Okay. What am I introducing? The, 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 the episode? Well, the whole, yeah, the whole thing. Oh, I okay. Uh, I guess we're going to call this one Yoga and the Old Nerd as we did the written acting. Yeah. The written article. Uh, we have been going to yoga since January. Yeah, I think so. So that's about six months. So six months in, I feel like I'm a lot more flexible and uh, a lot more strong in certain ways. So I definitely wouldn't miss it. Any week we can't go, we definitely miss it. Um, 
So we went to yoga and we met Carmen, and she's going to tell us a little bit about what she does and how she got into it. And this was at the Antioch Wellness, but today we're at Kula. This and well, you're, and you're we're going to take pictures. It's the most beautiful room. Yeah, it's an amazing space here. Wonderful floors, opening, or pine. It's beautiful like, wood like floor. And really amazing windows and the sunlight's coming in. It's very zen just sitting here. It's a perfect space. Mm -hmm. It really it is. It's beautiful. So Carmen, tell us a little bit about yourself. Just give us kind of once over. We've got some questions, but just tell us whatever you can talk and, and we'll ask questions as we go. Okay. Well, I came from a family of six of us kids and in the neighborhood in the time I grew up, our activities were playing outside, maybe playing ball, running and flipping fences. And so we were active. We weren't doing sports and I didn't realize we were being active. So, but I think it was helpful. And it was before, you know, it was in the 1950s and the early 60s before we had all these other distractions. But over time, of course, then you grow up and your life changes and all that. So I have been fortunate to have good health generally. Um, and I did a little bit of weight training for several years and then I fell off that wagon and, you know, a little bit of uh, running and fell off that wagon. And then uh, actually when I was 49 and I saw 50 coming, I thought, you know, if you're not purposeful about how you're going to age and your flexibility, then you're probably going to have problems. Sounds so exactly is, like yeah. what you did. So does that, is that, that, that a... looming 50 seems to make people go, oh my goodness, what am I doing? Is that a common thing you hear? I do hear it. Um, and, and you do tend to see uh, books, for example, yoga after 50 or, you know, uh, running after 50 or whatever. So, so the marketing is there, and I think it's based on real life sort of arcs. And... I felt like I needed to, to do something. So I began to practice. I began to practice a little bit on my own, and then I began to practice in classes. And then I was very fortunate, someone who entrusted me to teach her class while she was away. And she, I balked at first, said, oh, I'm not ready. And she said, as long as you teach what you know right. and not what you don't know, you don't teach any more or less than what you can present. Right. So I began to teach while she was away, and then I got interested in the idea that I would study further, and then I would begin to teach. Is there and, like a significant amount of time that you have to be practicing to be like certified? Or well, is there some kind of? It's interesting that you asked that. Statistics. There's so uh, yoga is pretty highly unregulated. Right. We do have organizations that do our best to oversee us and all that. There are many, many opportunities to learn to be a yoga teacher, and honestly, you can walk in and never have practiced yoga in your life, so there are no, generally there's no requirements. My particular teacher, she did look for and she set some parameters uh, with the idea that you had an experience that you were bringing to this, and yet within the class we, we were varied a great deal. Okay. So it would be ideal if there was some kind of bar. Like a regulatory organization or something? Yes. I know with personal training, you have to do a certain number of... Correct. Or, you know, becoming a pilot, there's a certain number exactly. of hours. So exactly. I didn't know... I don't know that I would equate personal training with pilot. No, I'm just saying yeah. you have to have a certain number of hours before you're certified with something. Right. Yes. Right. So those are just the first two things that came to my mind. Yeah. So then as a result of training... Be because I trained in a program that's called a 200-hour program, although you're doing a lot more than that. Then I qualified to apply to the Yoga Alliance to then be certified under that 
organization that has voluntarily come together to give us some recognition. Okay, so there is a governing body, the Yoga Alliance. Is there, is it's it, an acknowledging body. Okay. Yeah. It just yeah. says you did all of these things. You did all of these we agree things, that yeah. you did this thing and we'll give you a certificate. Yes, okay. yes. And yet all of us who are certified in that way, we've been through different sorts of training. So the training is not one, you know, one flavor, but it's, that makes it very interesting. So you have to, you can't see any of this, but um, ignore me. Julie, <laughs> Julie's resetting herself on her bolster. We're, we're set up and uh, you'll see oh, pictures on the website, but we're set up in this and that's apparently getting to her now. No, my, my left foot started to fall asleep, yeah. so I will fix that. So what, my circulation um, is still not great. <laughs> what do you like about, I mean, I can, I can see that people just having been in your class for six months, I can see that people really appreciate what you do, the way you do it. Mm -hmm. um, I could see the week you were here that they really appreciate it because oh, yeah. not as many people came to class. Yeah, yeah. It was, <laughs> and, and I don't think that's a, anything against the, the, the substitute instructor. Yeah. I think it was just simply people like a certain dynamic, yes. we, right? We get, There's a relationship there. Yeah, it's very relationship-based. We get in tune with someone, their presence, their speech, their style, and typically, actually, when I go away and I'm going to have a sub, I don't usually tell people in advance. That's mm -hmm. probably a good idea. I know, yeah. <laughs> in that, in that <laughs> most recent case, I think I was so excited about my upcoming trip that <laughs> I just had to tell us. keep myself, but, um, but you're right, because, and so, and I want people to come and experience other uh, substitutes mm -hmm. and to continue in the practice, and uh, so, yeah, usually I don't announce it. I think just with the mental connection that comes with uh, yoga is not just like any other, like spinning or something else is kind of mechanical. Anybody could do that in a similar way. Mm -hmm. But I think it just with it being, there's a certain aspect of the psychological part of it where I noticed that when we went to the Friday class, there was a part of the, what you call crunchy granola part that you don't care I for. I don't care for that. There was like I'm the bells and the bowl, and uh -huh. he, he doesn't really I'm care really, for that part. I, uh, the, he's I, kind of like a. You uh, have just the right amount for me. If just it was enough. more than that, I would yes. tune it out. Yes. I, I don't with you anyway for some reason. I, I think, like you said, it's a relationship based thing. I'm more comfortable with that. Right. But it, this person. But if it had been our first week, it was a little bit like, mm. <laughs> But you, yeah, but you didn't get that. You, like I said, I, it was, I think my exposure to it had been, you know, with people I've known over the years. I, I grew up around Yellow Springs, yeah. so it's way too far to the outside of the thing for me, and my brain just doesn't work like that. I, yeah. don't, I don't have the mysticism and all that. I just don't function Well, like you're that. a very practical science-based Yeah, person, I guess so. so. And, and the when, metaphysical part gets to you. It does. <laughs> but once I, once I think this is, this is good to talk about this, because I think if people are resistant because of that reason, mm -hmm. they need to understand that there's far more to this yes. than some, you know, people sitting and hitting a gong at you. I mean, it's it's not like that at all. There's so many aspects to a practice. So first of all, the word yoga means union or to join. It doesn't mean curl up in a pretzel. It doesn't mean chant. Um, so I don't have to do the pretzel anymore? Exactly. <laughs> Stop that. You can have pretzels after yoga. After the yoga. That's right. So so that's when, and in our culture, very often, you know, yoga is being used, yoga poses are being used more and more in marketing mm -hmm. things, you know, in commercials and print and all that. And typically, something very beautiful, but perhaps very complicated and difficult is what's presented. Yeah. And so in the minds of our culture here in America, right. then we equate that. We think that everybody has to learn to put their head on the 
their elbows on their knees and do the, the handstand. Right. Oh, the one that's with the foot them. behind it and reaching back. Oh, and, yeah, that's and, crazy. I can't. There's... No. No. I, I, never, I never did. I never will. And, 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 and not... Uh, not that I wouldn't love to be able to do that. It's it's a beautiful experience, I'm sure. But, so, but everybody has their own limitations. Yes. I mean, as you so commonly say in our class, do what's right for you. If right. it doesn't yes. work, find something else. Right. She frequently says, let your body tell you when to stop. Oh, it does. Yes. And my, yes. mine will go, no, no, we're not going to bend any farther than that today. You have a noise that's associated with that. Is it the, uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I hear that a lot from around the room on occasion. Yeah, it's funny sometimes because we'll be doing a... Some of the stretching ones where you bend in half and fold over in half, and you'll hear everybody go, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. which is great that we can express it. So, yeah. So, what is your what is your personal interest? Uh, I mean, you've got you, we're going to talk about Kula and all the other things. What What are your personal interests? What What are the things that you like to do? You like to travel, obviously. You told us that. I, I like to travel. I don't travel very much. I enjoy it, um, but. I would say, you know, one of my great interests since I was a child, and very much so today, actually, is reading. And so I, I read books a lot. I, I love to read fiction. I read nonfiction, and it's that's a great passion of mine. It's a very solitary thing. I do love also listening to audiobooks. As I age, I realize that reading is actually a very physically involved. Mm-hmm. Takes a lot process. of time. Too. Yeah, it takes a lot of time and also just that your body, because if I sit down to read a book and I'm very tired, it, it, it's very physically draining. Mm-hmm. But if I put on an audiobook with a great reader, so that's very important. It's being, more passive when you're It's more passive. And, yes. and you know, someone's reading to you a lovely story. It's just yeah, great. It's kind of like... Isn't that how it was when we were kids? Like, exactly. I mean, <laughs> like kindergarten, you all just sit yeah. down. I usually fell asleep, though. Yeah, uh, and sometimes I do. <laughs> have to go back. <laughs> yeah, that leads asleep. us to more bad yoga jokes about how you get to bring your mat and have a nap. Right. Well, you know, just it is like a kindergarten. Bit like kindergarten, because I come in, I, I want lay down a mat. And I, I, it does feel a little bit like that. So he so frequently falls asleep in deconstruction. We have to go back to that later. But, um, <laughs> and that's good for people listening. You're going to hear a little bit about that in a while. But uh, right. so you, you're reading, you're traveling when you get a chance to. Um, you do talk about books in class. So, I do. And you guys share information. I hear people talking about, I yes. had this book. Did you try that one? Yeah. Um, that's that's one thing I like about about that environment because you do learn different things from, mm-hmm. from the people. It's such a diverse group. It's a diverse group. You know, in the class that you all come to, uh, just amazing people with incredible histories of what they've done in this world and what they are doing for this world. Our, right our now. film yeah, director. I think, I think uh, film. Julia Reichert is yep, there. Julia yeah. Reichert is in our class. I think yeah. we've probably got about a 40-year-old swing of age groups. You too. really There's do. people from 30 to 75 there. So. And you get the yeah. drop-ins, obviously. Yeah. There are not weeklies, the folks that come and go. Right. And so in, in both cases, all the places I teach are open classes where people can come when they're able to come, which is, uh, to me, it's a luxury. So some other people, teachers sometimes... It's a little off-putting that you don't know exactly who's going to be there. But to me, it's this kaleidoscope that just keeps shifting. And when people come in, sometimes a person offers a story of this or that, either privately or in our check-in, because as you know, I like to check in. And so there is a chemistry that happens each and every time that no matter what I think we're going to do, I have to respond also to the moment, and that keeps me very interested. Okay. Yeah, so it's like any any event with a group of people that the dynamic's going to change based on who's in the room. Right. 
So sure. what, what are your other interests outside of those two things? Well, I, I love my family, my wife. We have two dogs and a cat um, in various stages of their growth and their living and all of that. Um, I love being outdoors. I'm not necessarily a huge hiker, camper. I just like to be outside and I like to move. I almost never sit down unless I am reading or sitting and doing some yoga. So I love to be out and be moving. I ride my bike around the village. I'm not a long distance uh, rider like you. Nobody with any sense. Twenty-five. I have a crazy brother like that. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have brother a brother who thinks I'm crazy. Yes, exactly. That the same thing? For that, yeah. for that exact. His entire position. family thinks he's crazy. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so being with with people and that's very very key to my existence. And I love. Food. I love good, whole, fresh food. I'm very interested in what I eat, how it affects me, what other people eat. I don't think there's one formula, but I'm fascinated by food and began to cook as a young child. Sounds like our son. Yeah, he's... He's 13. He's a big baker. He's starting he to, to bake. get into the baking he, he shows. Made, he made his own hummus recipe the other day. Fantastic. He brought up uh, cookies. Yes. Chocolate chip cookies, they have whole which I can't they eat. Have oats. <laughs> you can eat them. They have oats in them. Are you sure? So there's only one egg. Oh, he was he was very concerned. I'm allergic to eggs, so he was uh -huh. very He's concerned always, there was too much egg in there. Every so time we buy about, something. Um, like um, flax seeds as a substitute, grinding. And I don't correct. think so. He's so, not got there yet. So get, not quite. Yeah, just steer him into a few things that can be helpful. That might be worth it. That yeah. might be worth it. So is there? It, what would you tell somebody? Who's, we're going to get to more of this later, but you know what? Let me come back to that. I actually have another question. Okay. This is a more fun question. So we do fun questions. Yeah. And, and right here will be some fun game question music. There it goes. Okay. <laughs> um, so now you have a place to play. Thank you for the pause. <laughs> so can mark the well, you've been putting the be. marks in there. Um, so we there are questions we'd like to ask our guests, and some it, it depends on who they are and what they are. But you talked about food, so we're, I'm going to open with this one. What's on your pizza? Well, first of all, we actually have one who doesn't eat pizza. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I eat pizza. I don't eat it a lot mm -hmm. currently, especially because I stay away from eating wheat and grains. Is it ha-has with the special mushrooms? <laughs> no, actually. So my favorite I think you have pizza, to get that one out the back door. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, actually, recently when I was in Chicago with my sisters, we went to a particular pizza place and it was so good that I literally said to her I don't know that I can eat pizza again that's not this particular it's not that pizza <laughs> but if I am eating pizza I I love lots of things so I love the banana peppers mm -hmm. um different I am a meat eater so maybe a sausage or bacon something like that but lots of fresh vegetables like mm -hmm. roast, roasted cauliflower Ooh. is great um ricotta cheese spinach um yeah just tons of vegetables whether they're yeah. fresh a little roasted or maybe they've been marinated sounds like so you're, you, so you have to ask her the, the veggie question. pizza i am not, you, you have to ask her the question the pizza question the pizza question yeah which, the, are you which team are you oh are you pro pineapple or anti-pineapple you know <laughs> it's a big uh, question it's, it's become know, a and, thing and that we did not intend to be a thing but now when, it's when you ask i actually made it like digital i never order pineapple on it but I do enjoy it. See, okay, let so me tell you. She's kind of neutral on incredible the pineapple. pizza. Neutral. I ever had in, I used to live in Dallas, and there was a pizza parlor that it's very crowded, and you went in, and it was super hot, and you waited for the longest time. Somebody <laughs> brought your pizza, and they brought a pizza covered in jalapenos. They got the order wrong, but we waited so long. We you said, it anyway. leave it. Yeah. 
So you oh took the God. pineapple in. Yeah. yeah. So I am very much team anti-pineapple. Uh-huh. He is anti-pineapple. I just don't get it. I don't really like warm fruit at all. Like, the only thing I eat warm fruit in is, like, apple pie or, like, a peach cobbler. Sure. Well, those are supposed to be. But yeah. Maybe I don't, it's want, the way I don't want fruit on any. I don't like when they put chutney on my pork chops. <laughs> if I want fruit, I want a separate thing of cold fruit. I don't Over there. You it. did scrape off the chutney. I did. I don't, I don't like warm fruit. Was that fruit. the boy? The boy was scraped off. The boy off. scraped off. He's getting that way, too. So, Pork chops. Yeah, but um, he doesn't like anything that doesn't, he doesn't know what it is. If he, yeah. he doesn't know what it is, he yeah. doesn't know what's in it, he's not going to eat it. Yeah, he's going to build that trust. Even if I tell him what's in it, he's like, yeah, I'm not eating that. Yeah. I don't want a warm apple, maple. He's talking about that. We went to Cracker Barrel and they have some kind of apple chutney on the, yeah. on the chicken. Yeah. So, yeah. So what what is the, uh, you you talked a little bit about that you like the, the people aspect yeah. uh, of teaching. Why yoga? Why did you choose yoga? I maybe yoga chose her. Well, there you go. Thank you. That, that be, as a as a young person in my twenties, before there were yoga classes to be had and all of that, I one day was in a bookstore and I saw this book called the Twenty One Day Yoga Practice. You build it a day at a time. It had pictures. I bought it. I began to practice, and it was very solitary. And it, I had benefits from it, but somehow one day I stopped and didn't go back. Okay, so it was kind of the seed was planted, and uh, and then as there began to be classes, I would go from time to time, and I found that it did on the physical level feel really good. Now I do love to go to classes where um, there's a particular teacher in Dayton that I love, and she uses music and chanting, and I I as, love as it. The whole, a whole uh, experience. It's very um, what's called bhakti yoga, and so so I love that. So I love different aspects. But at that age, 49, I really felt like you have to purposely do something that keeps you flexible, that keeps you moving uh-huh. in advance of not moving for, right. you know, well. And I didn't, there, there is also things like Tai Chi and Qigong. There are other things, but I think because of the seed from my 20s, it was what I was more seeking. Mm-hmm. You were drawn to it. I was drawn to it. You already had a history with it. Yeah, and by then we have lots of classes in our culture. Oh, for sure. I think that, uh, I would say probably the last 10 or 15 years, I think yoga's kind of made a resurgence. It's less... Um, it's more mainstream. It doesn't have the, I don't know what the word would be. It doesn't stigma. have the, the stigma. Or yeah. I, 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 think, I don't like stigma. That's too negative. But It doesn't have that connotation. The connotation like, is not there that it has to be... The, yes. the box that, you know, style, right. it, doesn't, it doesn't have to do that. So right, right. if people can incorporate it, my advice for anybody who's listening to this, and, and I've said this throughout the first article I wrote about coming to your class, yes. was about my resistance to it. Yes. And it was, it, it, now I don't like missing it. So there's a point That's where right. we have built into our, because we work together, yes. built into our work schedule that Tuesday between 11 and 1, Actually, it's 11 and about 2 because we have to get lunch. We have to... Yes. We yeah, turn we that have into, a whole ritual. Like a it's a ritual. Um, Tuesday afternoon is our our time. It's a, There's a coffee shop mm-hmm. that we go to. We're not going to mention it because nobody's going to know where it is. Right. Um, okay. It's the Spirited Goat. It's really cool. It's in Yellow Springs. <laughs> That's great. It absolutely <laughs> drives me bananas. We meet up. I, I just, <laughs> it, yes. just, 
It is my what? polar opposite of an environment. But he has trained trained Wyatt, the lovely barista there, to He's make something guy. special that is not on the menu. He for does because I'm not a coffee drinker. Yeah, so so he, he gets it all tweaked so for we himself. That. Yeah, I get. Well, I probably should do that before. You. <laughs> Yeah. But I, I, then we come to the yoga class and after yeah. we get lunch probably here or, or home or whatever. But, yeah. but that becomes, you, you sort of make sure that it's a and, thing. Yeah, and so you've actually just expanded the practice because yoga means to join, to, yeah. to the union of it. And so you have put together and joined the pleasure of the two of you setting aside time, mm-hmm. self-care, incorporating the senses of what you're smelling and eating and drinking, your practice within the group, and going on. So you you have taken a one-hour yoga practice and turned it into a three-hour yoga Which training. is why we get nothing Pleasure. done on Tuesdays. <laughs> no, no, no work People on Tuesday call. afternoon. I have to tell the, the home care person that takes care of my dad during the midday, <laughs> I have to tell her, if anything's wrong, you have to call me. Yeah. Because I'm not going to hear a text. I'm not going to, I've got right. it turned off. So right. I'll hear it buzz. Yeah. And I've discovered, I've got this, I'll talk about this later, but I, I have it laying at the foot by the wall. Uh-huh. And I'm in the back of the room there yeah. on purpose. Yeah. Because if I would have to leave, yes. I would interrupt anybody. Be easy. That's why I'm back there. Yeah. Right. Um, and I don't like people behind me. I'm weird. That um, and the fact that he doesn't want anybody seeing fall over. I do fall over frequently. Nancy sees me fall over. Nancy Gentry, she's gonna. I'm gonna make sure she listens to this. They have this discussion about that corner space. I don't know if you realize there's. She now has to have the corner space. So we've got a turf turf war in the corner. It it can happen. That's one of the funny things about (laughs) that. There's a you know a core of peacefulness, but yes, you gotta have that right. But I noticed everybody almost always stays in the same Same spot. They, Unless they come in late or something. Right. And you don't have a they choice. They pick their same space every week. And it's what we do as human beings uh, because we get a comfort from it. Right. I will tell you, uh, many years ago I was in Switzerland um, with my spouse at the time. We stayed in this lovely hotel that was uh, family run and had an amazing restaurant. We ate in the first night. And so we said, well, let's go back there the second night. And we walked to the door. The maitre d' said to us, your usual table? You're like, oh, we have a usual already. And they were, and we said, yes. That's what happens at the coffee shop. We do want that. (laughs) And in fact, it made it. We felt so welcome and so, you know. So we all do have that thing. And once in a while, I try to get people to move, Mm -hmm. even though I know it makes it a little uncomfortable. But I like to think what it does to our brains and our senses and our dynamics. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you stayed on the other side of me. So it was. You yeah, moved, it was you very moved awkward. Six feet to the wrong. I side. kid you not. It was really awkward. I was looking for you on the other side yeah. the whole time. And there's like, Nancy. Right. <laughs> yeah, it felt very strange. Like I was, I was mediating between the two of you. Right. I, was, I was keeping the peace. I was the Berlin Wall that day. Right. right. So at this point, at this point in our show, what we typically do is we this this is sort of the commercial aspect of it. So what we would like you to do is tell us a little bit. We're going to come back to Antioch, but I'd like you to tell us a little bit about the. Cooler Cooperative. Cooler Cooperative. Give us some details. What do you have to do with that? What is it? Help everybody know what it is and how to, how to find you. My first okay. question is, where did the name come from? Okay, so Cooler Cooperative. The word Kula, K-U-L-A, okay. uh, it has uh, different definitions, but basically it, it means a tribe or uh, a group of people with something in common. So you, oh. can, you can be a Kula for five minutes mm-hmm. as you realize that you're with seven people who all have the same interests, and you start talking about that, okay. and then you disband, so to speak. Or maybe you're drawn together repeatedly for different things. So Kula is coming together with common interests. 
on the door there, we have probably a more thorough uh, just description, and you could look at that if you wanted to put more in. And so then what we had is we had a number of instructors who, when uh, Yoga Springs Studio here closed, okay. Wellness Center was opening, some of us were teaching there, some of us weren't, but many of us wanted to still create energy, and many of our students were saying, the Wellness Center is lovely, but they weren't going to particularly join for, not for reasons that reflect on the center that had to do with their lives. Right. So they asked us to look to teach. So we were lucky that our hosts here were very lovely people who allow us to be here um, with an agreement that's very comfortable. And so there's several of us who have taught together over the years. Okay. And then there's lots of people in our classes, my classes, who have been coming with me for eight, ten years or something. So they've followed you around to wherever yeah. you happen to be teaching. Yeah, so so that is a Kula in itself. And so we chose the name Kula Cooperative, that we as instructors cooperate together. Uh, so our organization doesn't have a, a hierarchy. Uh, I'm considered the engine okay. because I do the administrative things. Uh, but otherwise, we all are on an equal basis and reflective of our great relationship with our host here in our facility. And so here, there are classes of yoga. There's also three times a week. Okay. I teach on Friday morning at 10. I teach a class called Women's Seasonal Yoga. Oh. It's what we would call a level one and two. And it is all women. And I used to be more better about concentrating on the seasons, and now I've mm -hmm. gotten a little looser. Saturday mornings from 10 to 11.15 is a gentle class identical to what you all attend in okay. at the Wellness Center, so that gentle class. And then on Wednesday mornings, a gal named Paula Hurwitz, she teaches at 10 a.m., more of maybe a level two, a little more strenuous. Mm -hmm. On Tuesday evenings, our host, hostess Maria, she teaches a practice called Nia, N-I-A. And okay. Nia is a discipline that brings in dance and yoga and uh, tai chi and martial arts, different things, into a beautiful... Um, opportunity to dance together with other people as it feels good and she's directing. So we have a variety of things here. Wow. That's fun. That's open. Yeah. We're squirming around now because I've yeah. been sitting too long. Yeah. Um, I'm twitching. So uh, the next thing is, so I have another one of those questions. Okay. So question number two of the... Fun questions? Wait for music. Dun, 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 dun. There it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's on your night table? Oh. Okay. I'm guessing a book. I'm guessing there's at least one book. <laughs> there, there often is, uh, it, because they change up, there's a particular um, place I keep my books so I can always get to them. But typically there's a book or one of my um, favorite magazines, there's some over there called The Sun Magazine. Often I have some of those there. I get warm as soon as the weather gets warm, and so I have to have a fan next to my bed, and it has to be able to blow on me. When I go to bed at night, I have to have a glass of water next mm -hmm. to me, some eye drops, my eyes get a little bit dry, and then I I have to have a little bit of shea butter, a little something for my lips if they get dry. It's, it's always a lip balm. Got it's a lip balm of some kind. He didn't understand the lip balm. And, and no, then, no, I discovered I had one too. You do? Yeah, there, I, didn't, I didn't realize it. It's, it's in the drawer. Yeah. We mentioned that uh, it's a... A bedroom lip balm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It stays you have there. Always there. That's always there. the one that's specific for that. <laughs> that's there. And then I have a little flashlight because ah. when I get up in the middle of the night, as I do, mm -hmm. both to use the bathroom and because I'm starving and I often have a snack, <laughs> um, my eyes definitely, as I age, have 
change where I used to be able to walk through the, the dark and through the house and I would be fine. But now I really need a little flashlight to just be sure I'm not banging into things. That's a good idea. And that's pretty much it. We spoke to Kleenex somebody. box always there, but I don't need it all. We spoke to somebody who had a, she said she had a gastric sleeve surgery. So she eats like every three hours. Yeah. So her poor husband in the middle of the night will hear her open her drawer and get her snacks. And like crunch, it's right crunch, there crunch. next to her. Yeah. She said, I have like a, <laughs> there's, a there's a salty drawer a and a sweet drawer. <laughs> and, the me and the crunch. And he, yes. just, he just like bangs into her like, stop crunching, sleeping. <laughs> she's like, I'm almost done. That's so great. <laughs> so you know that the, the purpose of Old Nerd started out as, a, as my fitness blog. Yes. And it went a little bit bonkers. Mm -hmm. And then it morphed into more about caregiving yes. than anything else. Um, we still are focused on wellness overall, but that is a primary thing. So I know that one of the problems that caregivers have is that we as caregivers are trapped in a space for a long period of right. time. And can't always get out to go to the gym or go to a yoga class or something like that. Right. What would you recommend to somebody who's listening, who's in that situation? They want to get started. And if you go on Amazon or or, or Netflix or something, there's tons of these videos. Right. You don't know who's what, and you don't know how to get going. What would you recommend to somebody who can't get to a class? Yes. Who would like to get started in something like this? Okay. So a couple of things is I always recommend start small and start gentle. So. Start to incorporate maybe five minutes of gentle movement, and that might be raising your arms up over your head, bringing it back down, depending on what your shoulders are doing. Move your fingers around. Sit down and move your ankles and your toes. Stretch your knees out. So get gentle movement into your body, and just think about three or four or five minutes, but think about doing it two or three times a day. Okay. Then, as you know, in my classes, I usually use the... Um, TheraBands or resistance, resistance bands. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So sometimes it's not right for people with their shoulders, wrists, elbows, but for most of the population it is. Mm -hmm. uh, and so using that to stretch the upper body, you can use it, step on it, and do almost a you know upper arm. And curves. they're very inexpensive. They're super inexpensive and, and they're can, very packable. It fits in your pocket. You can find them almost anywhere for three to five dollars. Exactly. We'll put a link to some Amazon. I've got yes. the same brand we have yep. at the Wellness Center. Amazon sells them. I'll put them there. Yes, so they can. and they have different resistance levels. And so, so what do the colors mean? You know, it's not universal. Okay. So mm -hmm. in some companies that you maybe manufacture them, then yellow might be the least the least pulling. Mm -hmm. uh, the most resistant might be the red one. But it's not. It's not it's universal. It's not always like that. It's oh, not. It's, it's not like a standard code. I really couldn't tell the difference that much. I'm, either I I'm a little stronger like than I thought, or. There's very little difference to me between the red and the blue. The red and the blue are very close. Now, if you now use the green the one, green, it's very stretchy. It's yeah. There's not so that much resistance, yes. so you're not getting as much of a workout. So maybe start with one of at the green level or whatever that would be. That's right. So the the two ones with one. the handles on the end basically do the same thing. Very similar. It thing. gives you something to hold on. to. Gives you something to hold on to. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I feel um, like the band kind is a little more versatile though, because you can do other things with them. Yeah, well, yeah, you don't. You're not res restricted to you're that. Not tied to the uh, handles. handles. So I use those with my dad. I try to get yes. because he's the Parkinson's is a the, the type he has. They say if you're going to get it, he has the right kind to get yeah. because it's not super debilitating right off the bat. It takes a long, long time. Yeah. So he's to the point where he doesn't have any upper body strength. Um, if he gets to the floor, he can't get back up. Yeah. Stuff like that. And he's he's very weak in a lot of places. But we use like a resistance band with the handles on it. 
and I put it under his foot Stop. to have him pull it off. Exactly. And, and kind of like you're doing a bar, That's a barbell right. or something like that. Right. Um, so that works out really well. Is there, as far as instruction goes, if they're, so, so they've started moving around, they want to go to the next step. Do you recommend just find some videos and just follow what the person does or? Oh, well, what level would it, what would it say? What are the okay, words? Okay, so here's the here's the tricky thing. I'm glad you brought this up. Is whenever so I suggest people in the library. Often there's many you can get and preview them. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing: you can get a video that calls itself gentle or easy, and it could be very difficult and tricky. So what I tell people is sit down and watch it before you're even participating. Don't try it. Until Don't try it. And if if you're if your brain and your gut looks at that and says, that's not right for me, mm -hmm. it's, then it's not right for you. Keep looking. So unfortunately, it, something can say gentle and be not necessarily what we would think might be gentle and okay. beginning. So look it over. Look online. There are lots. And I will tell you, so in, in terms of Parkinson's, for example. So I, my dad had Parkinson's. I was exposed to that a little bit. And I do work with some people here personally, one-on-one. -on -one. About Parkinson's, and I sub for a class called Dancing with Parkinson's. And if you don't know that, we should talk about that a little oh, bit cool. and plug it. And um, we did a boxing one. Yes. So yeah, we took so that. Many of yeah, many of these people will do the boxing as well. And so also, then that brings me to go online to look at some of the things like there's. Um, you might know the site Parkinson's on the Move is a great site. There's um, Parkinson's Big and Loud. I don't know if you know that particular. I haven't heard of that. Okay, so so. <clears throat> If, if you look at many of those, what is going on in many of those Parkinson's demo sites are perfect for caregivers who are just starting out and have limited opportunity to move around. So you, I feel confident we're not going to probably find online suggested movement for people with Parkinson's that's going to be stupidly tricky and right. all that. That's true. So it's the... It's easy to connect someone that doesn't have Parkinson's with these particular videos that are going to be good for them. What's interesting, too, is we try, one of my things since I started this was to try to find ways that the caregiver, we, we really struggle with caregiver guilt. Yes. If we go off to do a class, then we're leaving them home right. and they can't. I have worked to find things that people can do with their patient, yes. their family member, that they can incorporate. Now, it's like you are... Constantly saying it's all about what you're able to do. Yes. So it's not really right for everybody, but right. like what started this was, I think you read a little bit about it on the, on the website, yes. is just because I, I needed to get him moving. Yes. And the physical therapy was gone and they wouldn't pay for anymore. Right. So off we went to the wellness center and I stuck a couple of weights in his hand and I think mean, he hates me for it sometimes, but <laughs> he's moving around. I can't imagine what it would be like if we hadn't started. I think when you started it, he was resistant, but now he looks forward to it. He we, does. We have well, our, it's, a, it's a little our bit social. Sun, our Sunday a, family, everybody does. Everybody his, goes. We all do all his there. workout together. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> the they look Two of us, a 13-year-old and the 86-year-old. 86-year-old are all doing the same workout. We're doing the same thing. Well, yours is modified just a little bit. Right. Well, we do more after yes after the the little ones are done. We yeah the little ones. <laughs> the thirteen and the eighty six go sit on the couch. Yes. And we, we finish after our they're workout. done whining about us making them move around. <laughs> but yes. just getting then it, we finish our workout. And when you can do it with them, they're more likely to yes. to do it. They're not. It's just like eating strangely yes. enough. If you sit down and eat with my dad, he'll finish his food. Right. Because he's in a conversation. He's talking. He's right. not paying attention to the fact he finished it. All. Right. So it's very much like that. So yes. We, so is there? Um, do you? 
do you see a lot of, I mean, we have a lot of what I would consider senior people in our class. Yes, definitely. And I kind of like that because yeah. I feel like one of the younger folks feel right. better. I like it a lot. <laughs> yeah. I think our um, average age is, you know, probably 60. 62, 65. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. And, and I think that what they, what I see that they like about it, they, there's a little social aspect yes. to it. Mm-hmm. That the one lady is turned into a lunch little, thing and right. all that. A little too much social when we can't get the class going because everybody's talking about it. <laughs> Usually we're pretty good. Right. But, the, but that's good. Carmen's very I mean, good at being like. part of that coming down from the outside yeah. world and, and just being in the moment and doing that thing for that. Yes. That, that's our own little cool It is. It's our own little cool And each it Tuesday is. is a unique cooler because you don't know who's that's coming. True. That's true. And there's a little core group and then there's this. Yeah. There's and, some outliers that change. Right. <laughs> and so I think for many people, whether they consciously realize it or not, the social connection aspect mm-hmm. is positive. And in terms of brain work, what I keep reading is that the most positive thing we can do for a brain is actually mm-hmm. dancing in a social environment. Right? Really? So, yeah. So you're moving your body and you're with other people. Mm-hmm. And not not going to happen. No, but, <laughs> but the practice that you're coming to, the, our gentle yeah. yoga class, is that it's thing. You're, like it that. is a yes. rhythmic movement. It's so. a rhythmic movement. You're with other people. There is a certain, you know, it would be mm-hmm. a different thing. It wouldn't be social if I said, don't speak when you come in the door, shut up. It's going to yeah. be quiet. But we don't. We interact. Right. And so whether people know it or not. That is it's part healthier. of their. We also share our noises process. in the middle, and everybody goes Ugh, at the same time. <laughs> you exactly. do hear all that at once, yeah. and everyone laughs. I know because we're so all great. in the same thing. You yeah, know, it's like, oh, that's not going to work. I yes. can't move that way. That doesn't belong there. Stop that. Right. I like when we're doing the um, the balance stuff. People will tip over. Yeah, we all kind of giggle at each other. I fall off my bolster. Yeah, you the first thing I always fall backwards off the bolster for some reason because I'm trying to scoot around to get settled, and then. Over. It's like sitting on a swing when you're really, really <laughs> little. You know when you were like two or three, nobody right taught out. you yeah. to hold well, yourself up. Stuff. Yeah. So you would just slide right off the back of the swing. Right. Because you didn't know. That's why they have the little baby swings. Right. They hold, hold you back. up. Yeah. So you have to be, I, I, we we have a lot going on that we do, but and, and I'm probably the worst about this because I I don't stop. I'm mm-hmm. always doing something. The He's idea of, of, of taking yeah. that, well, I have to survive. It's yeah. not, I would rather not. I'm in the same boat. Um, but it's it's more that that hour that we do that mm-hmm. is one of the few times that I actually power down. Yes. Like, And you know this because I fall asleep sometimes yeah. at the end of that. Yeah. So what I was going to ask you is, just fall asleep. what is your typical week like? My week is... Uh, very different in that. So in addition to being a yoga teacher, I am a pet sitter. My wife and I own a pet sitting business. We take care of animals in their home. And uh, for that reason, every single day is different. Because on Sunday, I might have three clients who are out of town. And on Monday, two of them might come home. The other one isn't there, but somebody else has gone away. Or it's a teacher who goes to school. So in my day-to-day week. The wonderful thing about my yoga classes is they are the anchors in my schedule that I know where I'm going to be and what what I'm going to be doing at certain times of the day. Then the rest of the day is I'm going to see a dog that I'm going to walk. I'm going to see a cat that I'm going to feed. I'm going to go back to one or the other depending on if people are out of town. It's very active. I walk a lot with dogs. Mm -hmm. I get outside. This is great. My all my jobs I'm paid to move. Right. And it's very fortunate. But so the the challenging thing is every day is different. And so that can actually kind of um, cultivate 
uh, a, a wandering mind. Mm -hmm. And so it's helpful when I am in class and I'm teaching and we're settling. Settles it all in. Yeah. That's got to be good. That's probably feel like good for just, both of you. I feel like we just went into an NPR moment. Did you have like a quiet storm there? I did you? have a little quiet storm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sounds a lot Today. better in here. Yeah. <laughs> you have to do that. We have to do the podcast like seven in the morning if you want to keep that voice up. Uh, yeah, my voice doesn't last that uh, long. Yeah. He has like another octave from mm -hmm. seven to eight a.m. It's pretty lower. Yeah, it's much lower. Whoa. Yeah, it's pretty far yeah. down there. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in. Um, we're we've got a a little more time left. Uh, take just a couple minutes. Tell us about the Antioch Wellness Center. So the Antioch Wellness Center is such a wonderful facility and that we um, you know retooled it to service today so there there's the pool there's the gym there's the spaces for the basketball and the pickleball and racquetball the racquetball the whole thing there's the spaces for movement classes uh, and then there's wonderful community space of course with the sofas and the places where you can sit and talk with people where kids can come in all of that kind of thing and so I began to teach there Right when it opened, many of us did come, as I mentioned, from Yoga Springs. So that's what, about like five years ago? No, it's it hasn't been that long. We'll have to ask at the front desk, but I, I think it's four. Might be four. It's I not think it's five. Four. I went to the grand opening. Yeah, it could be four. I don't know four. if you remember that. You sent me. Oh, I sent you there. <laughs> and I think they September had delicious. Was opening. So that was four delicious years Delicious hors d'oeuvres. From current, current cuisine. cuisine, of course. Another this is all one. in Yellow Springs. Yeah, it's all in Yellow Springs. Right, right, exactly. So I think. <laughs> do you know be... that I'm the president of the chamber here? You mentioned the other day. So I have to do this because Karen Wintrow is going to listen to this. That's our executive director. Hi, yes. Karen. YSO What? YSO? What's the Yellow? That's a whole other thing. No, with Yellow Springs, Ohio. It is Yellow Springs, Ohio. Yeah. Yeah, it's not YSO. That's what WYSO stands for. No, I think we've plugged everybody now. We need when you put it into the Tom's website, Market, I think it comes Dino's, up Yellow Springs, Ohio. Who else can we throw in there? Go right, ahead. You're right. telling us about <laughs> it. Right, right. Coffee. So, <laughs> so at the at the wellness center, uh, and I don't because I don't do the administrative things. Uh, some of these things maybe might be need to be corrected, but it's wonderful that there's membership offered where you could have a membership to use the center without going to classes, and that is one price. Mm -hmm. And then there is the membership where you you can use any part of the center. And include going to fitness classes, right. and that's a different yes. price. Actually, you just frequently. I, did, I just changed recently it. updated it because he realized it was actually cheaper. We're yes. spending more money coming. Spending just more by. It's true. It was so easier. We, and our and our so our fees are, are I believe very reasonable for what we have to offer and, and all of that. Long hours available during the day. Oh, yeah. Plenty of classes. Uh, people there to help support. The facility is beautiful. And, and very um, well maintained. Very well Just maintained. Amazingly well maintained. So, everyone, so important. And yeah. everyone is super friendly. It's like yes. a little family there for sure. Yes. No, you will not ever see anyone scowling at you when you come in the door. Well, you know, and, and this was one of the things that the only reason that I was able to, and this is part of this discussion, the only reason I was able to even start all of this two years ago, almost three now, is because of the wellness center's environment. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because I was so critical, very much not that guy, mm -hmm. you know. So it was, it was the kind of thing where if I had to go to one of the, what I call big box gyms or right. something, the, the chains or something, mm -hmm. I could never have done that. Yeah. And I grew up in an era of Holiday Health Spa. Remember yes. that? Oh, I used to belong when I lived in Los Angeles. I belonged. I was there at six thirty. And it wasn't really a fitness center. When I was, was, like, was when I was a kid, it was Bally's. Bally's, 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 Bally's,
Yeah. But it, this is different. This mm-hmm. is a, what I would consider, and I tell people this, if you're going to look for a gym, look for a community gym. Not yes. necessarily a why, yeah. but that helps too. With but, community but sense. something that's community sense where yeah. they get, this isn't the place where the guys are coming in there just to pump iron yes. and look at themselves and in the mirror. Yeah, and show off. Yeah, right. if it was like that, I couldn't stay there. Right. I couldn't bring dad there for sure. Right. Because he would okay. never, right. he just wouldn't. The other wonderful thing, and whether I don't know if you're aware of it or not, and when we were opening and it was explained, I just said, oh, hallelujah, <laughs> is there is no music, no radio, no television. It's nice and quiet. I love so that. it's quiet. And you can so put your own stuff you, in your ears. You can do and your own thing, or you can have it quiet. So there's no, there, I, often when I did participate and go to a gym early in the morning, I was always so many distractions. Yes. So many distractions. I mean, they put yeah. the TV right on the treadmill. It's on the treadmill now. Yeah, it's crazy. So and, and we, you're wide on the treadmill. Yes, it is. Yeah, so we we have that opportunity to just be quiet. Maybe you want your earbuds, whatever it is, and so you're having your experience, not mm-hmm. everybody else's. Right. It's it's a fascinating space. So if you can find a space like that, yeah, that's the thing to do. Yes. And, and if I, you're near Yellow Springs, check out the Indiana. That's Hall right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it, it's open to anyone for membership. You can. Yes, you know, and you don't, you don't have to live there. Go there and get tours, so you can see exactly what's going on. Um, it's really worth it. And if you can't find it, call me at Old Nerd, and we'll we'll hook you up. We know the Email folks. us, Old Nerd Fitness. I know the people, and right, I'll right. get points. You know. Right, exactly. <laughs> Are you getting some kind of referral? I don't think so, but I don't think they even know this exists yet. <laughs> right. So we're we're gonna approach a couple more people to talk on the on the podcast. Good. That's so. great. Well, we um, were gonna get Monica, but she's not there now. So right, but yeah, there's other her. people. But we have other purposeful people we want to talk. Yeah, with, so yeah. So that's gonna be good for that. So we're we're coming down. We got about ten minutes to go. And you have one more fun question, don't you? I don't have another. Do you have another one? I thought you had one more fun question. No, that was it. That's all I got. Huh. I thought you had another fun question. What about the Jeopardy one? Oh, yeah. That's a great one. I love that <laughs> question. Okay, so what the, the other fun question she's referring to is, back when I was doing a lot of business networking, you were supposed to sit down for these one-to-ones. As you, yeah. as you get to know people, that's how you get to know them and build relationships, right. just like we're doing now. And the question I always ask, because you're trying to get to know the person a little bit, but I don't want to get into their details, but what would your top five Jeopardy categories be? If your life was a Jeopardy Three, three to five. If, you're, if, if your, your life, life was, was a Jeopardy, Jeopardy category, what would your categories be? Okay, so unfortunately, I don't, I've never watched Jeopardy. Well, there's so just I trivia questions. Oh. So if you had trivia categories, like for Trivial Pursuit, if you had to have a category like history mm. or... I assume oh, one of them would yeah. probably be yoga. So the way the game works, it'll say U.S. history, or it'll say yeah. something. It'll have yeah. movies or whatever. Civil yeah. War, things like that. Yeah. Um, I think things, definitely books. Okay. Oh, great, excellent. Yeah. Great books. That's a great one. Great books. And uh, music, I, I have a very narrow music experience, but I think music is so important to culture. Mm-hmm. It so, doesn't have to be broad to be useful. Yeah. No. Yeah. So he's uh, a musician and he doesn't even listen to the radio. So. I don't. I don't. He doesn't. Go. He doesn't like music with words. Yeah. Definitely, we I have don't to like commercials. Yeah, I don't like music with words. Music with words. Definitely uh, something about food and and about health and and particularly in the way of how do we questions that have to do with how do we cultivate good health as opposed to. Thinking about what's going to happen when I get sick. Do you think there's a pop culture version of good health and a real life version of good health? Well, I think because because and here's why I ask yes. because there's an image that mm-hmm. we think is healthy 
versus the reality of it. Yes. The blood test says this. Yes. Well, I was I always thought I was a, a skinny fat person. Yes. Because I was I felt like my heart wasn't in good shape. I yes. Know, but I was never heavy by any right. stretch. Right. So, it was, so you look healthy, but on the inside, on the inside you can fall apart. Absolutely. Yeah. So oh, do you think that the, the not necessarily the media because people yeah. absorb whatever they're going to absorb from right. forever. But do you think that's a problem now? I, I think there's a great problem in terms of equating health with body image and appearance mm-hmm. and not with what, how we feel physically and how we feel mentally and, and emotionally. So I, And I can only imagine it's getting worse and, and worse and worse and affecting children at a young age. Mm-hmm. So if we could cultivate how do you feel, mm-hmm. how does this food make you feel, right. how does sleep make you feel, how does bicycling make you feel? How does tired? There's tired. A, there's a lot of amazing books out now about um, whole food eating and yes. foods and the connection with the brain. There's one that yes. I'm listening to right now. I can't remember the author, but it's called Genius Foods. Oh, I don't and know. And it's certain yeah. foods that help stave off mental illness De- uh-huh. or you know decline. mental decline. Yeah. So like you know, avocados foods. and things like that that are will help you not develop. Did we? That was on another foods. podcast, wasn't it? Genius Foods. Uh, yeah, Melanie brought it up. Melanie oh, Red told us about okay. it. She's uh, a she's a trainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but a, she's very into um, whole food eating. Yes. Raw food. Again, eating. somebody with parents with mm-hmm. Alzheimer's and other things. Yeah. Trying to keep us from getting it. Yeah. My yeah. mom had Alzheimer's, so you know, I feel like I'm looking at a double barrel neurological shotgun, mm-hmm. and I have no idea what my future is. And You say there's Parkinson's on one side and Alzheimer's? You're going to be shaky and not remember exactly, why. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, he has, a, he has the same issue. He's exactly. Like, I'm right there. One side is all these problems, the other side has all these problems. Yeah. I figure I'm going to have some kind of kidney or cardiac issues because my brother had kidney stones mm-hmm. at like 40 years old. Mm-hmm. But he's also a huge carnivore. So well, and kidney stones are very food driven. Right. Yes. Very And, uh, we're very big carnivores in our family, so I was trying to cut down on that. I don't think it's meat as much. I mean, no. I think people, it, I, you're back to moderation again. Right. And if yes. you're gonna if you're gonna eat a T-bone every day, yeah, you're gonna have a problem. But okay. if you ate mm-hmm. asparagus every day, you would have a problem. Right. It's really you out. Right. So, and and yeah, but your bladder would be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> There's and your pee would smell a certain. Way. I'm gonna and have to go without weird. any of that because I don't like asparagus. Right. So. I don't either. <laughs> but but yeah, I I feel like um, but I my parents both had those issues, but. I eat differently and live differently. They they mm-hmm. didn't eat horribly, no. but yet I feel like I I have probably elevated. But I know that no matter what I eat and how I move, it's my effort. Mm-hmm. But there's still no guarantee, and I have to be at peace with that. Right. Yeah. There's only so you so can much. Stave you can off. Try. Stave off Mother Nature as much as you can. Well, but that doesn't and mean then, you're not going to get something else. Right. Right. Because Something the program completely is already random in there. could happen. Right. Yeah. And the chemicals that we're absorbing are what trigger it somewhere right. in the right. mixture. How are you going to know that? Right. I mean, I mean, I know. And I also say that so when people hear about what I eat, and often they, I used to teach some classes about whole food eating, and a lot of people look and they go, Really? Oh, you eat that? But here's the thing I don't eat anything that I don't find delicious. Right. So I don't want people to think when I eat kale or I eat avocado or that, that I'm that you don't, suffering. You're forcing that yourself. I, that I'm, yeah, that you I'm found su- the foods that are good for you that you actually I, like. And there are incredible tastes and textures and all mm-hmm. that. Pursue that. But if you eat, quote, healthy food and you hate doing it, mm-hmm. you will not be well. I don't like food at all. Oh, what do I do then? 
He forgets He forgets to eat unless you're I really do. He is very much one of those fuel people where the food is just there yeah. to fuel the next two well, hours. And to or preface that, I mean, your life. Or, or, or to put the caveat on that, there are things that I will go to that is my. He does like a few life. things. Yeah. But dairy, dairy they're thing. very narrow yeah. and they've got to be a certain way. And dairy, dairy outside clean, of that, it's very hand, specific me, places. hand me a veggie sandwich from Kirk Cuisine and I'll eat it. Yeah. Hand me, you know, if I'm supposed to, I tell people who are cooking for me, yeah. don't tell me what's in it. Yes. Yeah. Just because that'll kill it. Yeah. If I know what's in it, yeah. I'm, I'm going to trust them. I'm going to put eggs in it. Tell them eat it. Yeah, Hand but it to him and tell him to eat it. Just tell me to eat it. It's fine. If I don't and if I don't like it, I will tell you. Yeah. And don't take it personally because yeah. it's not personal. It's just if you cook something new, it. cook it once. He'll tell you if he doesn't want to eat it again, and don't yeah. make it again. And that's <laughs> the other side of me. I love to. I eat six, eight, ten times a day, mm-hmm. and well, that's um, probably the better way to do and it. And love good food. And all of a You're a grazer. Yeah. So the idea—that's <laughs> what it's supposed to be. They say that you should have five to seven small yeah, meals. Yeah, and then you and then you'll read that no, just three. So yeah. you know, there's always another point of view. That's true. It's just like childcare or anything yes. else. Yes. Everybody's got their own theory. I'm not sure people know when they're full anymore. No. That is a huge part, and that's a great. Is that we've supersized ourselves out of the understanding mm-hmm. from our bodies. Of right. I don't that think that people is. know when they're hungry. I don't think anyone waits long enough to because be physically hungry. You're exactly right. Mm-hmm. So or or because of the clock. Yeah. Yes. You know, we yeah. think we're supposed to eat dinner at 5 Yeah, that's something so we've been five. trying to do is not eat Have lunch not. just because it's noon. Yes. Not if I'm not hungry, eat. I'm not going to eat. Mm-hmm. Right. If I am, I'm going to know about it. I yes. got into a bad habit recently because, mm-hmm. I, I mean, my day job basically is I'm a writer. Yes. That's what I do all day. Yes. So even though we have meetings we go to and things like that, if we're out, we don't really have a choice. But this past couple of weeks, I've had a lot of writing content to do. So I'm sitting here at the desk in my office. Mm-hmm. It's an 8 by 13 space. Yes. The door shut and music playing or something. And I don't even notice. Yeah. I look up and it's 1230 or 1 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And I realize, well, I am I hungry yet? Yeah. But I got into a bad habit at 10 o'clock from years and years ago when I used to work in engineering. I would I would take a break at 10 something. Yeah. And it would be a cup of tea and some sort of a Danish or something yeah. like that. Now I've gotten back to that same thing mm-hmm. with tea and a protein bar. Mm-hmm. That's and, probably and I like the candy bar type protein bar. Yes. As Melanie Red has told me. That yes. it's yes. Bad, <laughs> I was just going to say. Yeah, the, tra- the trainer said it's, really, not no, she said it's not a real protein bar. She said it's not a real It's one step above a granola bar. But, exactly. but it's better than it's eating a Hershey bar. Yes. Yeah, it's got a little more to it than what yeah. I would have had otherwise. So she yeah. was okay with Chocolate it. Chocolate and almonds. But it's dark chocolate. Dark chocolate is good for you. That's right. Um, so we have a <laughs> whole thing about our YouTube video called dark chocolate. You gotta, you gotta watch the YouTube video. So there's a, there's this whole thing that I think people get stuck into this routine where you, you're, we've, we were forced growing up, you clean your plate. Yes. And now I was never told that. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why all my family is, you know, 150 pounds, yeah. but mm-hmm. it's, it's still one of those things that we do to kids because yeah. they just won't eat the whole meal if yes. you don't do something like that. Yeah. But I'm to the point where I don't. I don't want the boy to eat because it needs to he's be hungry. cleaned up. No, no. If he's done, he's done. Right. No, I don't mind that as long as... He also as weighs 50 pounds. He, so. he chooses to leave the healthiest thing for last, which is why he'll be like, I'm full. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. I noticed you're full when the salad is available. Right, yeah, right, so right. So, yeah. So, we're coming down to the end of our hour. We've almost burned it up here. So, um, what, would, what advice do you have to people in general about... You know, from your perspective of life, give us a, a, a piece of quote that we can throw out there for posterity from you. Yeah, I don't know if there would be Quotes any... Quotes by Carmen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think um, 
be aware of who you are. It's very easy, and in my life, regretfully, I've uh, you know I've let myself get covered up by my environment, from my culture, from people around me. Mm-hmm. So, and perhaps that comes more with age of, of acknowledging more who who I am. So, listen to yourself, okay. and and explore, explore cultures and sounds and things. Be in touch with what grows around us, and um, and get good sleep. Mm-hmm. It's free and it's so vital. I get five minutes at the end of your class every day. Every day. That's right. <laughs> every Tuesday, that's his nap. Power nap. I, you know, and that, that was the I thing. I have to tap his arm. So I, you really do. And I was that worried me the first time I was in there because it was just like, so are you afraid. supposed to fall asleep? I don't like sleeping. No. Well, it actually really freaked him out because I he does like not relax sleep. well enough to sleep. In bed yeah, at night. Just yes. to fall asleep. So Don't fall asleep from exhaustion. He looked very startled when he woke up. <laughs> yeah. And had fallen asleep. And that's yeah. like, did I fall asleep? I'm like, you're fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. It's pretty common. Oh, yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah. There's some snoring going on. Oh, yeah. like, well, you make it ideal for that. You yeah. make it dark it's in nice there and I'm comfortable. I'm tired now. Yeah. Cool. yeah. And the idea is Shady. to relax. Yes. And I'm, you know, I'm going to wake you up if, he's, if you fall asleep. You know, <laughs> Everybody you know, else is gone. I think gone. the hustle and bustle of everyone moving around. We're out of here. We'll probably right. round you anyway. Right, right. Well, that's all we have. Do you have anything else you'd like to, uh, to add? I was just going to say, get up and get out there. That's, that's our tagline. Yep. Uh, I want to thank, thank you for Carmen. Carmen. Thank Carmen you. Milano. And us come in this really cool space. Yeah, you, I'm glad you did. It, this is beautiful. We'll post some pictures, okay, right. of our thing here. And we'll, we'll, we'll make sure up. everybody see that on the website. For sure. And, it's um, the first time I've ever had my equipment on the ground. It, we are on the floor, so you, you <laughs> can see that. We rigged it up slightly differently today. <laughs> <laughs> sitting on the floor. So if you haven't seen the pictures, make sure you look. We'll have a, a couple <laughs> of short videos out there. So um, we're going to do a quick tour, just, yes. just like around the room here, so you can show some things. And then um, just thanks again for, for listening, and um, we will see you on the next episode. I'm Jerry Deer, and um, Julie Barth is our engineer and producer. Say goodbye, yes. Julie. Bye, Julie. <laughs> we'll see you next time <laughs> on Old Nerd and the Gym Fitness Podcast. You didn't do the sponsorship thing. I didn't do. I did the sponsorship thing. Oh, earlier. I did it earlier. We can do it again. It's just my <laughs> stuff. So buy my stuff. Buy my go. stuff. Buy my book. Go to uh, Antioch Wellness and um, Cooler Cooperative and GLD Enterprises Communications. And we want to thank all those organizations for helping out today. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for everyone. listening to Old Nerd and the Gym. And what do you say at the end of the class? At the end of the class, we say namaste, which means the divine in me greets the divine in you and respect for each other. Nice. Namaste. namaste. Oh, we didn't do our namaste joke. Are you going to go to yoga? Namaste. Ah! Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Have a great week. Bye. This has been the Old Nerd in the Gym Fitness Podcast, a production of GLD Enterprises Communications. Copyright 2019. All rights reserved. Listen and subscribe on Buzzsprout, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. And be sure to follow Old Nerd in the Gym Fitness on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for more great content.